It's a choice. You choose and say, I will suffer. I will suffer. <laughs> and how do we know you have chosen it? We locate it by your words. I don't know. I don't know. Oftentimes, I don't know. And you expect to know. I don't know. I don't know. Now, how can you know when you don't know? Are you with me? Your words are locating and preparing for you a kind of life you're supposed to live in. Don't confuse your time. Are you with me? Check your course. Change things. If things... Let me tell you. I, I want you to be now. The Bible says you are a watchman. Did you hear me? You are a watchman. So, as a watchman, before you ever watch anybody, first watch your words. Be the watchman of your mouth. You be there and watching. When you hear a wrong word coming out, you say, hmm? You hold it. Before you ever talk, ask yourself, do I want this for my life? Why? Because Job says, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established for you. What does that mean? Whatever you are speaking is present. Do you know the spiritual world has two worlds? There are two worlds in the spiritual. There is the world of the good and the world of the bad. Are you with me? And what locates you is your tongue. When you begin talking good, like I heard someone says, uh-uh, but God is gracious. God is gracious. Hey, he knows I was talking, but I did not know. <laughs> he did not say when you talk, when you know. When you talk with understanding. No. He says you shall decree your thing and it shall be established for you. He says by your words you shall be condemned and by your words you shall be justified. That is it. Proverbs 6 verse 2 says, By your words you are ensnared and by your words you are imprisoned. So what does that mean? It's not only the good, even the bad. So you can choose which world, spiritual realm you will operate in. The bad or the good. How do you choose? By choosing your words. I say, Lord, I cannot be sick. I do not get sick. I cannot be sick. It's impossible for me to be sick. I'm passed from death to life. I cannot be sick. I cannot be sick. What are you doing? You are telling sickness. I'm dead to you. You're dead to me. Even when it comes and knocks on the door, it will find the guards that it will find around. All this time you are talking, the angels were positioning themselves in place. So by the time the enemy comes in, your words have already made a place for you. Are you with me? You see, as you're charting your course, even if something bad was to happen to you, because of the words you have spoken right there, you're shielded. Are we together? Let me tell you something. 
Grace has already brought to you what you don't deserve. Your faith takes that which grace has brought to you. Did you hear me? Grace has already brought to you, but it's your faith that is going to receive and use what grace has given you. Praise the Lord Jesus. So when you speak, you are not bringing to pass. When you speak, whatever you speak is what you are establishing of that which has already, is already true concerning you. Are you with me? These things the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. He says he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Are we together in Christ Jesus? He has already blessed us with all the blessings that he has. So what happens? It is your response to that. Your response to his word. That is going to manifest those very things in your present life. Are you with me? I choose to walk in the day of God's word. I choose to walk in the reality of what God speaks of me. I am a product of the word. I'm a manifestation of that, says the Lord. My word is under my dominion. I've subdued it. I've subdued every element in the world. Every element in the world. You know, I, I, I watched, I saw, I saw something I didn't like. It had happened to a friend of mine. When I saw it, instead of saying, oh, the other person, when I saw it, I didn't want it to ever in any sense come close to me. I say to everything it represents, I say my world is under my dominion. It's subdued. My world is obedient to the word of God in me. To the word of God in me. I'm past certain things. And you see there's something that happened in this season and time. You remember when I stood here and I said not on my path? That accidents don't happen on my path. So what happens? The enemy was trying to retaliate. You get it? That's why you found some accidents were happening now on those that I'm uh, that are under my 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 covering. What what did the devil do? He just did the wrong thing. But isn't he that stupid? That's how he is. He always does the wrong things. But because he would have at least stayed there. But right now, accidents cannot happen to you, cannot happen on your path, cannot happen with the people you love. It is impossible. Not anymore. I I tell you, I'm a man of authority. And as I speak, my angels and the angels of the one, my father, I'm submitted to. The angels that govern my times have been released. You are protected from every wind of destruction. You are protected on your path, in your going in and in your coming out. You are shielded from the winds of accident. Accidents cannot happen to you. We are not of them that die by accidents. It will not be known in our time. It will not be registered in our days. When we are on road, accidents don't happen on that road when we are going and when we are coming back. They do not happen. So you do not meet accidents on, the, on your way. 
it has ended. Are, are you listening? I said it has ended. So what happens? You do not, it does not matter. It does not matter. If an accident is to happen, it happens a day before you come. But going and coming back, you cannot find an accident on your road. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I say in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That has been removed from your times. It has been removed from your times. Your days are days of power. Are days of glory. Are days of peace. Are days of rest. Supernatural rest. Undisturbedness. You are in a state where you can't be disturbed. You can't be disturbed. Disturbed by the world? No. Disturbed by sickness? No. Disturbed by death? No. Disturbed by issues? No. You are protected. You are protected. In your going out and in your coming in. You are protected. The angels of God have shielded you. They have shielded you. From every arrow of destruction of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I declare. There is no mischief. In your path and in your time. I say disadvantage is not part of your talk. You cannot be disadvantaged. It does not matter whether the enemy planned it or people planned it. It does not matter. It does not matter. It does not. You cannot be disadvantaged. Not under disgrace. Not under disgrace. You cannot be disadvantaged. If at any given time, at any given time, things came in and they ought to have made you disadvantaged. Right now, by the word, by the word, the very force that will bring the disadvantage turns into positive to promote you. In the name of Jesus Christ. That which had come to destroy you has lifted you. Say amen somebody. It has lifted you. That which came to pull you down has lifted you. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed. I said you are blessed. You are mightily and gloriously blessed. You are blessed of the Lord. You are the blessed of the Lord. When you come in, men shall say, Behold the blessed of the Lord. Behold the blessed of the Lord. He is here with us. And because He's here, she's here, we are safe. In Jesus' mighty name. So child of God, use your tongue and design your times. Design your times. No weeping in your times. No weeping. No weeping. No weeping. No weeping. I'm not crying. I'm not crying over anything. No, I have the advantage. I have the advantage. I have the advantage. I do not make mistakes. Ah, listen to me. Listen to me. One of the things you should avoid greatly are those general talks. Did you hear me? 
those general talks that people talk and it seems like it's natural. So everybody makes mistakes. Don't say it. Don't say it. Do you want to make mistakes? So why should you say everybody makes mistakes? I'm not that everybody. I'm not that everybody. I don't make mistakes. Why? The Bible says we are perfect in Him. We are. That's the truth of God's word. He has already located you in perfection. Why should you speak otherwise? Why should you locate yourself contrary to what God speaks? I do not make mistakes. You are quiet. I said, I do not make mistakes. If at any time I made what might have been a mistake, talk. It is turned around for my advantage. So at the end, I win. I don't make mistakes. Did you hear that? Praise the Lord. Years ago, while I was still at school, I, I just got this. I remember one time we did a paper, and you know it was GP, huh? We did, and after the paper, you know we do two numbers, right? And after the paper, I discovered I had miss. <laughs> I had misfired. I had gone off with one question. And now, if you have gone off with one question, that means you are left with one. So, so whether you like it, even if you did, you got it 100%, you will be 50. Well, because it's 50 section A, 50 section B. Are you with me? And I had missed one question. When I got out, I had learned about the power of confession. When I came out of the paper and, you know, the guys were discussing and opening the books, as you know. I looked and it seemed like I'd gone, I had gone off. I gave the wrong answer. I thought he was asking something else. (laughs) I did not speak it. I did tell, you know, you know, you know how people talk, you know, students talk. Oh, oh I missed that one, banang, I miss. I never spoke it. Why? Because I knew whatever I speak is what happens. I kept quiet. And I said, I've won in Jesus' name. I've won. I spoke the opposite. Do you know what happened? When the paper came back, when the paper came back, I was number two. I had over 89 in the paper. What happened? We do not make mistakes. You see, you see some people think that this is just talk. No, it's not. What happened? What I did became the... It became the, the standard to be used to mark. You can't do it. I tell you, the word of God is superior. Do you understand? What man, do you know even the things that you know can be challenged and at the end you say, eh, I, I, I thought it, I was true. Haven't I challenged you on your name before? No, 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 no. 
Let me tell you, there is one thing you know more than any other. It's your name. Are we together? But do you know your name can be challenged? And at the end you doubt it. Now if you can be that certain that you know, I'm Emmanuel. Huh? And someone challenges you at the end, you discover you are not Emmanuel. Why? Because the name you are so confident about, you did not call it yourself. Except the one you have named yourself. But the first one you were named by your parents, you, you're not sure. However much you are certain. Why? Because, he said, no, it is in the, it is even on my birth certificate. <laughs> Later when you discover that they had made two certificates. <laughs> Two certificates, but they never told you. And so they just chose this one. But later you discover that the other certificate you did not see was the one that had your real name. Are you with me? So even that which you, which you are so confident about can be. Did you hear that fact I just brought out? Doesn't that isn't you know? Isn't it sound for you? It is. Haven't people been called nicknames and they grew up with a nickname knowing that even wrote it in their exams as it. But it was not their name in the first place. Someone just called them. So what if yours is a, a nickname? <laughs> it says, no, no man of God, no way. No way, my parents told me. No, it's the parents after. The parents themselves. <laughs> you see, do, do, do you see, do you see how I'm, I, I'm getting to you? Think about it. It's one of the things you are confident about, but I'm bringing out reasons and you're beginning to say, hmm? Nah. Mm, mm, mm. Now, tell me something. You think if a teacher has come and, and taught, who told you is the standard of knowledge? He can teach you something. And in the paper after doing, he discovers that he had taught wrong. And what you answered is a correction to him and everybody in the class. Do you understand? What happens? The wisdom of God. How do you put it to work? When you begin talking, Paul says, we speak wisdom. We speak wisdom unto them that are mature. We speak. We don't say, I'm wise. No. We know. We know how wise you are by what you talk. So when you release the wisdom of God, that has the ability to change the course of nature. Are you with me? So you can talk, and as you talk, even if you had misfired, you had gone off. What happens? Your words bring you back online. And at the end, everybody's saying, ah, how did you do it? How did you do it? What happened? The one that was afraid, you thought you had gone off. You have become the standard. And everybody else is corrected. Now think about it. You do a paper, and at the end, 
the teacher comes back. You, you came out and it seemed like you had mis, you know, interpreted the, 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 the question and you gave the wrong. The teacher comes in with your paper and he says, uh, all of you failed. There's only one person that, that got is why? Because when they went and read your answer, they had marked everybody else and did like this. But when they read your answer, something in them was telling them, mm, check again the book. They went back to the textbook and discovered it was what is in the textbook. Huh? Say, eh? And then they look at what others gave. It's what they told. So what happens? They mark you and then they go back to the other and cross, 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 cross. What happened? You changed things. Let me tell you, child of God, this is not just being excited down, talking hard and taking God. No! Take God serious. When David came out to meet Goliath, what happened? He was not in the army. He had never fought a war. He stood up to face the fiercest soldier. He faced him. He said, I'm going to knock you down, David. He told him, I'm coming, but I'm going to cut off your head. And yet the guy did not have a sword. Do you see the power of words? David tells Goliath, he tells him, I'm coming, you're coming to me with a sword, with a spear, and all these armories, but I come to you in the name of the Lord, God of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled, and he shall be known this day that there's a God in Israel. And today, I will cut off your head and give your carcass and the carcasses of the armies of Philistines to the birds of the air. A young man no sword in his hand. He says, I'm going to cut using what? You see, the words defied logic. But at the end, didn't he cut off his head? He did. So you don't cut off the head with a sword. You cut off a head with the word. You get it? So when you say, I will cut off your head, you don't have to have a knife. When I say I've cut off the head, you have already cut it off. In either way, it will be off. Why? Because you have already stationed, you have already declared the end. So child of God, you, you look at your world. What is it that is not in order? What is it? Now you don't need to cut off anybody's head. <laughs> but you can cut off the head of lack. Do you understand? Cut off the head of sickness and disease. You say, I'm coming toward you now. I'll cut off your head. And I will give your remains <laughs> to the birds of the air. You're telling sickness. I tell you, I'll give your remains to the birds of the air. And you will come. And that's what you will do. And the person who was like this, they say that sickness that you have gotten cannot be treated. You come back and how have you cut off the head? You are alive. The doctors are surprised. They are wondering how is it possible. 
you are telling everybody else and everybody you tell is liberated. What is it? You have given the carcasses to the birds of the air. <laughs> are you with me? You're not just healed. You have healed everybody else. So you have destroyed it from the root. That's what I'm talking about. Look at your wallet. Speak to it. It doesn't please you. Does your wallet please you? If it doesn't please you, speak some sense into it. <laughs> See, you listen to me. You wallet, you account. Mobile money account. Bank account. Whatever account you have. You say in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will obey me and you will serve the cause of the gospel in Jesus' name. Now be filled. It acts rebellious. You tell it, listen to me. <laughs> the Bible says, let me tell you, the Bible says that the kingdom from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. Don't just be there. You say, yes, but I thought it's getting intense. It's getting harder. What do I do now? It's getting hot. <laughs> Well, because you said, you spoke to the pain that you were feeling in your ankle. You say, pain, go, in the name of Jesus. After you speaking, it now circulated the whole leg. You say, eh? <laughs> it seems like your confession multiplied it. And so you say, what do I do? <laughs> go, go, go. But the more you say go, is the more pain you are feeling. So now you are planning not to talk. That's what the devil wants. He wants you to come to a place where you say, Oh God, please deliver me from the devil. Why? Because now, there he feels, uh-huh. I'm the big man. But just look at him and say, He will run. He wants to be exalted, not in me. Poor devil, not in me. <laughs> Did you hear me? So what happens? When you speak and it, ends, it intensifies, you tell it. He said, let me tell you something. We will see who stands last. Yeah! Don't be quiet and begin to study the situation. You even go Google the situation. <laughs> I saw by the word, so uh, this guy says, he says, don't Google your symptoms. He says, don't Google your symptoms. Just go in the word of God. Some people are busy Googling the symptoms. Huh? The, the kind of pain I'm feeling. He said, this pain, sharp pain, coming from this side of God. What does it mean? What you will get from there will destroy you for sure. So don't go to Google. Go to the word. Look in there and find whether there is such a thing. If it's known there, cut it off of you. Did you get it? Praise the Lord Jesus. Give Jesus a hand of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 
Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah!